I'm Callie Lampy, and you are listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast, where my daddy shares a daily gift with you from the ocean. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. I am your host, Ryan P. Lampy, and today's surfing lesson is surfing by design. Oh, that just sounds beautiful. Surfing by design. Yesterday, I was talking to a guy. He he lives right next to the water. And he's really inspired by me. So we're having this conversation. I often talk to a lot of guys who are inspired by me and they want, they want a lot more. They want some kind of piece of what I have going on, what they see on Facebook or what they experience of me in person. And so this guy's telling me, he's like, I, gosh, I love, like, I love how passionate you are. I love the, like, the fire and the directness you bring and how much, like, it just seems like you have everything all together. You're getting to surf all the time. You're always surfing. You're always in the ocean. I love how much passion you have for the water. I love how much passion you have in your family. And, and he was saying how he really loves the ocean. The ocean is such a gift, how amazing it is. And he really wants to surf a lot more and not even just surf. He just wants to be a part of the ocean. He lives right next to the ocean. And he says, but, of course, this is coming, but I spent all my time working inland. I spent so much of my time working inland. I have this, uh, I spent all the rest of my time with my family and hobbies. And I just don't have time. Hopefully, ho- hopefully I'll, I'll make it work. You know, one day in the future, I'm going to get back in the ocean. I'm going to get like, I'm going to get that life back. I'm going to get that fire back. I'm going to have it back. Right now, it's just not working. And anyways, it's really good seeing you, Ryan. Is I, you, you inspire me. And I want, you know, I want that one day. And this is what I get so often. Like people see me surfing all the time. Not necessarily surfing all the time. Like hear me talking about the surfing all the time or um, experience me just like in the water or around the water, talking about the water with my shirt off. They experienced me ripped. They experienced me in shape. They experienced me like I have everything in order. Maybe not everything in order, but like they experienced me being passionate in my surfing game, passionate with my marriage, with my kids, beautiful photos. And they write it off as like, this inspires me which is, that's awesome, first of all, because that's, that's my intentions. I want to inspire people. But they see it as, this inspires me, but I can't have it. But it's not possible for me. Hopefully one day, I'm going to keep on praying. I'm going to keep on, you know, just keep on doing what I'm doing now. And hopefully it will work out. It's just not possible for me right now. And this is exactly why I do what I do. Like, I want to inspire people, yes. And I also want to show people how to make it happen. This is the reason why I do this podcast. This is the reason why I do my coaching. This is the reason why I show up the way I show up to everybody. I have these conversations every day with people. Because I get what it's like. I, this, my whole life before this, or most of my life, has been people seeing these awesome results, especially physically, especially inside my family, even in church. And they, they look up to me and they... They see a guy who's kind of inspiring, 
kind of like almost like a almost too good to be true. But that's not possible. I can't make that happen. And then I live with excuses. And I didn't have any power before. Before a couple of years ago, I literally like the only thing I could say was, "Let me help you. I'll pray for you. I will. Uh, I'll try to give them advice." And I, I would often inside that advice, I would tell them what I'm doing, and they would hear what I'm doing, and then they, maybe they'll try it for a month, or not even a month, like a week, or try some stuff. But basically, it always comes down to them not being able to make a decision, deciding it's too much work, deciding or or it's less than. Not that it's too much work, but like that even if they did the work, they're not enough to make it happen. Like it's not them. Like I'm blessed. I have the genetics. I have the family. I met the right person. I live next to the beach. I live, you know, in San Diego, Los Angeles. And what I'm here to tell you is that all of it is by design. live in San Diego. It's by design. It was a decision I made. Everything I have was a decision. All these results were decisions. They are by design. It's no quote-unquote blessing. I'm not lucky. I didn't win a lottery ticket. I should be back in the Midwest right now. This is my 48th move, and I've lived most of my life in the Midwest. Midwest is amazing. I'm not knocking the Midwest. I chose to go do something different, more. And we went from Tennessee, which, gosh, I love. It's like one of my favorite places I've ever lived. From Tennessee to Los Angeles. And there was a fucking cost. It was a big decision. And it changed, like, not just cost financially. It cost everything. My entire life, it changed everything. My family, all kinds of stuff. It was r- ridiculous. And then to San Diego. And people look at my surfing game. Like, gosh, I wish I could surf like that all the time. I wish I lived next to the water where I could surf. Look, I chose to live next to the water. I could easily choose to live back in Oklahoma or Tennessee or even Minnesota, Colorado. But I chose to live next to the ocean. And I have every reason to not show up inside my surfing game like I do. My body, those who follow me, those who know me, those who literally know my past, and especially those who have been following me the last few years, Know that I, I should not even be walking like I do, let alone surfing. I shouldn't have the body I have. I shouldn't have a, all this is by design. Like in my heart, the pain got so big where I had to make a stand for myself and say, you know what? This has to change. I have to get back in the ocean. I have to surf. I have every reason not to surf. Time to money to my body responsibilities, the pain, physical pain. But it's by design. I, I make it happen. It's through commitment. I have very clear intentions on what I want, what I am set on making happen, and then through my commitment, through my determination, and through let's make it nice and plain, simple, and clear for you. To simply doing the work. Just doing fucking work every single day. I make it happen. It's by design. We have this, this, um, like we hear often about how, what a miracle it is. What a miracle 
it is that we exist as human beings and that the earth exists. Like with how far, like we had to be, like what are the chances? What are the odds? A lot of people use this to argue, you know, that the evidence of God or um, like, not like, like as apologetic for how great God is and, and that he exists. And it's like, what are the odds just this specific amount of, of distance from the sun, that the moon is this specific amount of distance from us, that the heat, that the temperature, that the air, everything is perfect for life to happen. On the only planet, the only place in the entire universe that goes on forever, that we know of as human beings, that has life. And how lucky are we? How amazing is this? And people are like, yeah, God is so awesome, or whatever they say. But I have another consideration for you. What if you flip the entire script on its head? What if instead of, like, inside this massive universe that goes on forever and ever and ever, and somehow we got lucky, and somehow everything aligned, aligned perfectly, the temperature, the distances of space, Everything just aligned perfectly for life to happen. What if, flip around, what if God designed life to happen? What if he set the frame, he had crystal clear intentions of life, and everything was designed around us? What if he created life first? The earth first? Maybe not even physically. What if he, like, that was his design in his mind, in his heart, he made that happen. He's like, this is my intentions. I'm not going to, like, create a universe and then somehow fit an earth in the middle of it. What if he designed earth and then made everything else in the frame to support the earth? What if? I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know the answer. I'm not trying to have some kind of big philosophical debate or theological debate. I'm just having you consider, have an open mind. What if instead of all the miracles and everything aligning perfectly for life to happen, what if? Life was the design. It happened by design, and everything else fell into place to support it. Why am I talking about this? Because this is my surfing game. I should not be fucking surfing. I literally, I train myself. I train my body. I do workouts. I do stretches. I do things. The way I eat, everything is dialed in. The way I sleep, the positions I sleep in, everything about me I design it in my heart. In my heart, I have a vision. I have a commitment, and I design this frame, this game. I build it so that I can surf. Look, I tell you right now, I can't play basketball. A lot of things I can't do, and basketball is one of them. I'm passionate. I love basketball, but I can't do it. You know why? Because I haven't designed my game with basketball in mind. No, I sacrificed everything, and I made surfing the focus for me physically, so I can surf. I'm telling you right now, though, if I was committed to basketball instead, guess what I'd be doing right now? I would be, I would not be able to get in the ocean, probably. I would get fucked up if I tried to go surf a wave, but I'd probably be able to do a lot of basketball stuff. I'd be, you know, probably inhibited, just like I am surfing. I surf like an old man, and I surf longboards. I probably would be playing basketball like an old man, too. But because I designed my life, set my frame, with surfing in mind, I can surf. Can't play basketball, 
but I can surf. I can't play football, but I can surf. I can't play soccer, but I can surf. I'm shredded. I'm ripped. It's by design. My workouts, the way I eat, what I put in my body, what I don't put in my body, what I do, the way I sweat, everything I do has this in mind. It is by design. So what are you? Where in your life are you racking up results that maybe you have, you've attained, or things that you want in your life that you haven't attained? And you're writing them off to being lucky, being a blessing, to God giving it to you eventually, to someone giving it to you eventually, some kind of luck, some kind of hope, something that is outside of 100% your contribution, 100% your responsibility, of your clear intentions, your design, and your commitment alone. Where is that for you? This conversation is about surfing. This is everywhere inside my life. One of the biggest conversations I have, talking to guys all the time, every day, one of the biggest conversations that come up again and again is when they experience me and Lucy. My relationship with her, the way we talk, the way I talk, and in her showing up, I mean, she's on Facebook all over too. She's doing her music. She's doing her stuff. And, and one of the biggest pains I see in men in their marriages is sexually. The wives are suppressed. They want their wives to desire them more. They want their wives to, to just, just have, like, have some kind of desire in them. Have some kind of sexuality, some kind of lust, some kind of pleasure, like some kind of desire for pleasure sexually. But they feel like the wives, they just, they can't have that. And they have all these excuses, and I get it, because this is me. They come from conservative Christian backgrounds. They come from very repressed sexually like backgrounds. They come from the parents. Thought sex is horrible. Church. Catholicism, whatever it was. Wherever they come from. All kinds of different denominations. Or here's a big one. Sexual molestation. Harassment. all kinds of stuff. And I get it. And so they see me and they're like, gosh, yeah, I want that. But that's you, Ryan. Like you found the right person. You're lucky you have Lucy. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Now get off crazy on like that. But this is what's going on inside me. Like this, this is what I know to be true. Are you fucking serious? Lucy is the last person that should be sexually free, uninhibited, crazy, full of lust, full of desire, wanting me. If you know me and you know what I've been through, that's one of my deepest pains, that Lucy didn't desire me, that she didn't want me sexually. I've considered myself a very sexual person. I think all human beings are, by the way. But for me, I know that I'm very sexual. This is a big part of my life. It's a big part of who I am. I believe that's the way God created me. It's the way he created us. And Lucy, oh my God. I mean, I'll tell you this. When we first got married, oh my, I was in for a fucking... Like a wake-up call. I never experienced anything like this before. But when I first got married, in the beginning, I mean, within the first couple years, often Lucy would wake up in the middle of the night with some kind of, like in the middle of the night, with some kind of memory of her dad, her biological dad, who, by the way, 
And she, as she remembered more, she realized that he probably tried to sell her into sex slavery. She has this one big um, um, memory, I can't think of the word, but a traumatic, one big traumatic memory of her running away from him and one of his friends and him trying to like just do some really crazy shit. It's one of the reasons why she's so passionate about this war on sexual slavery. And she would wake up in the middle of the night with these fucking nightmares and she would, like, I'm sleeping. And she would wake up and she would get pissed off at me. And she would fucking, like, hit me or do some, like, I don't remember exactly what she did. Well, they didn't, like, beat the hell out of me or anything like that. But she would wake up super pissed off, and, like, push me and basically, like, go crazy on me thinking that I am her dad. Like, when we first got married, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I've never heard of anything like this. And then when, you know, the next day we wake up and we talk about it. She's like, I didn't even know this happened. I didn't remember this. And she has all these blackout memories from before she was like seven, eight, nine years old. Before that, like it's like time just completely blacked out. Her main brain does not remember it. It happens when people are sexually abused. It's very, very common. Happens all the time. It's been a lot of fucking work. That's the point of this. That between that and her conservative Christian background, that her stepdad was a pastor when he was 14 years old. Not preacher, not teaching the Bible, a fucking pastor. Just imagine how sexually repressed, how conservative everything was going on in their household. Her mom, her parents, her family. And when we were dating, yeah, like things were great. Like we were super excited sexually and stuff. And then as soon as like, as soon as we got married and as soon as she got pregnant, oh my gosh, like things started dying very, very quickly. Very quickly. And I was, I was fucking lost. I didn't know what to do. I went to porn. I went to like, I didn't know what to fucking do. And it's been a long journey. The past 12 years. Lucy didn't just like out of nowhere me sexually, not just like desire, like fucking, I'm talking five, six, seven days a week having sex, orgasms every day for her, she's just going fucking nuts, like that didn't just happen by accident, she didn't just go through like a program, inspired by watching some other free woman, it was by design, she will tell you, the biggest commitment of all that came back again and again and again was me opening her up. I have went to fucking war. I'm telling you, like sexuality is like something at the heart of me. Now I grew up in a very like my, my mama is Vietnamese and we were like very like sexually free and I mean not 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 even really completely. But I had something there that I, I just wanted more sexually. And Lucy, like, again and again, she would just, like, clam up. Like, you know, just become apathetic. She told me so many times, and this would kill me. Like, this would hurt me so much. She's like, I could take it or leave it with you, Ryan. Like, sex, yeah, I enjoy sex sometimes, but I can take it or leave it. It's not that big of a deal. And for me, like, that fucking killed me. When she would tell me that, I would, like, I felt so small, so little, and just, like, helpless and hopeless. Like, what the fuck kind of marriage prison did I get myself into? How the hell did I end up with this bitch? 
who doesn't want me sexual. I'm like, I'm fucking ripped. I'm shredded. Even disabled, I'm fucking shredded. We live next to the beach. I walk down the beach. I have dozens and dozens Smoking hot, looking at me, staring me up and down. Gay guys also, fucking everybody. Staring me down. Looking at me, making all kinds of cat calls, remarks, licking their lips, eyeballing me up and down, head to toes. I like it. I'm going to be honest. Like, I love it. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the attention. I like feeling sexy. Yeah, I come back home to my wife, and she could take it or leave it. She does like she's done the opposite of that. Just take it or leave it. She's went so far. She's like, I don't fucking want you. You repulse me. In fact, I'd rather have a woman. I'm like, what the fuck? This is real shit, guys. And I'm telling you all this. I'm fucking real, honest, raw, vulnerable. I'm telling you all this because I'm like, this is real shit. I understand when people have the excuses of, oh, my wife is just not there. She's sexually repressed. Her parents fucked her up. The church fucked her up. Everybody fucked her up. She's never going to make it there. I'm like, dude, you have no fucking clue. I go through the training, the training, the training, the training, coaching, doing the fucking work every single day to unlock my wife. It's by design. I've had difficult conversations with her again and again. Not always ending well. Not always ending perfectly. Not always ending in sex. Definitely not. In a huge fight, all because I'm like, I can't fucking take this. I cannot sit here and stand not having sex. I cannot sit here and stand being repulsive to my wife, her not desiring me, her being apathetic about our sex life. I can't fucking take this. So I would go to war again and again. And not just like fighting, arguing, like doing fucking work on myself by design, setting a frame, saying, This is what I'm committed to. I am committed to Lucy being fucking free, unchained. All this fucking bondage that she comes from. I'm going to make this happen. I'm a, I don't care if it takes me for the rest of my fucking life having conversation after conversation, getting vulnerable, getting real, risking rejection, telling her all my shit, telling her all my pain, telling her what I'm scared of. That would have me running to porn in the past because I was scared that I would be considered a freak by her. I would be unaccepted that she would reject me thinking that I'm fucking broken, I'm twisted, I'm messed up. I'm going to look at this kinky ass shit on, online. Again and again. It was by fucking design. And I'm here to tell you that you can make it happen also. There's no fucking physical barriers. There's no sexual, like, relationship barriers. Yeah, there's barriers. And you, I'm telling you right now, you are enough. You are capable through your commitment, through having a vision in your heart. Designing a fucking game plan. Designing a frame. Setting the frame. And doing the fucking work every single day to make it happen. You can do it also. So, there you have it. That's fucking reality. I totally get it when you have the excuses. I have them every fucking day. The excuses, even the fears and the stories, I'm not enough. I can't do this. I'm not, I'm not worth it. 
I'm not capable of making this happen. I need God's help, which I'm not, he fucking, he's constantly helping us. He's already designed us powerful. He's already given us the power, the authority, everything to make shit happen that we want. He's already placed the visions in our heart. It's up to us to do the work. So I get the excuses. I get the reasons. And I'm here to tell you that nothing is by accident. Your lack of results is not by accident. It's through a lack of design, a lack of vision, a lack of commitment. You want results. You want a marriage on fucking fire. You want passion in your life. You want to be able to play sports again or whatever that looks like to you, physical, being able to show up physically for your kids. That's, that's actually the desire behind, the vision behind me surfing is for me to be a man and a father capable of showing my kids how to surf, showing my kids how to experience life physically. Because that was a huge setback for my dad when he went through his disabilities and his injuries and he couldn't always show up there for physically for me. And it killed me as a kid. I hated it. I fucking hated it. I was alone. I wanted my dad to be there. And he couldn't because his body. And I was like, this is not fucking happening to my kid. See, the pain drives me. This is not fucking happening with my kids. And so, yes, I surf by design. I have everything in my life catered, supporting my body, to weaponize my body, to bulletproof my body, to make sure that I can surf. And guess what? When something happens, fucking pull a muscle, mess up my vertebrae, something else happens, do my commitment, get right back to it. Maybe I'm out for another six months, right back fucking into it through my commitment. Instead of just giving up because, hey, like I said, I have so many excuses. So many reasons for me not to show up surfing. There's so many reasons for me to have given up on Lucy. So, where in your life do you want something? Deep in your heart, you know you want something. You want results. But you have too many excuses. And to you, Someone just told me yesterday, yesterday or the day before, like, here's my pipe dream. I was like, what the fuck? A pipe dream? Does that mean you don't, you're not actually committed to it? Does that mean you actually don't want it? Like, like you, you do this if, if someone laid it in your lap. Is that what you're saying? So you want it that much. But what I'm hearing is you don't fucking want it at all. So when you're like, do you have a pipe dream? Do you have some, some results that you want, but you're only willing to make it happen if someone gives it to you, you have too many excuses, too many great reasons not to make it happen on your own. Too many stories holding you back, that you're not capable, that you're not enough, that life is against you, that God is against you, that God has to make it happen by himself without you. Whatever it is, where is that for you? I want to encourage you to get real with where you are. Acknowledge your feelings about your situation right now of you not having those results. And get clear on what you're committed to. Design a fucking game. You want help with that? Talk to me. This is what I do. My fucking work. I design fucking frames and games. Build games and help people, support people to own the frame. Making the results happen. 
And another question for you is, where in your life have you already attained some amazing results? Other people are inspired by you. You feel great about them yourself. Great results. And yet you still write them off as to some kind of blessing, some kind of luck, like you won the lottery ticket. I get it. This was what robbed me from power, robbed me of power to be able to really support other people. I couldn't really support them because in, the, in my mind, I was a victim, <laughs> a victim to great things. I'm so lucky I lived in America. I'm so lucky I got this. My genetics, my family, I met the right woman. I don't know what to tell you that your woman cheated on you. And because of my outlook on that, and my, my perspective, I was unable to support anyone, to inspire them truly, to support them in results, help them design their frame, show them what I did, and connect with them where they are. I couldn't see it all. I was blind. So where in your life are you writing off the results that you already have to some blessings from far away? some kind of luck, some kind of chances, happenstance. I want, you, I want to encourage you, once again for this, to own your results. Figure out, acknowledge where you are, and figure out, here's the word, contribution. What is your contribution to the results you have created for yourself? Get clear on that, and you will fucking take off like a rocket. You can duplicate it, you can create it, you can build upon it, and you can inspire others around you we create the same results. All right, guys. That wraps it up for today. That's all I have for you. If you're getting value from this, I know you are. If you're still listening, I know you are. Share this with someone who you know needs to hear it. Share this with someone who's a victim, who has so many great reasons holding them back in life from getting to where they want to go. Share it with them. And leave me a review and a rating on iTunes for the Surfing Lessons podcast. Help me get this out in front of more men. Help me change more men's lives, more families, inspire more people, and create help support results for more people. And if you are ready to get more clear, build your game. Design the results from the onset. Make it happen. Look, I shouldn't be passionate. Not about everything. Like, I should be fucking depressed. With my situation, with what's going on, I mean, I did. I went to a two-year depression. And most people I know never come out of that. They were depressed for far less. But I designed a fucking game. I went out and I got the training, the tools, everything I needed to f- help me Design a game. Build a game. Build a framework for me to live every day and build my fire to create my passion, create my fire, create my results. So if that's you, you want that. You want to create more passion, more connection. You want the results in your life. To drop to be able to drop the excuses. Drop the blame. If you want that power, you want the tools, the training, 
and the framework for that to find me on Facebook and direct message me through Facebook Messenger. Tell me, I want to live wildly connected. All right, guys. I love you all. Have a powerful and passion-filled rest of your day, and I will catch you on tomorrow's episode of the Surfing Lessons Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. For more Lampy craziness, find my daddy on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy and have a powerful...